Evening prayer begins on page 21. Actually, 22. The Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Dearly beloved brethren, the scripture moveth us in sundry paces to acknowledge and confess our manifold sins and wickedness, and that we should not dissemble nor cloak them before the face of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, but confess them with a humble, lowly, penitent, and obedient heart, to the end that we may obtain forgiveness of the same by his infinite goodness and mercy, and although we ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before God, yet ought we chiefly so to do when we assemble and meet together to render thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hands, to set forth his most worthy praise, to hear his most holy word, and to ask those things which are requisite and necessary as well for the body as the soul. Wherefore I pray and beseech you as many as are here present to accompany me with a pure heart and humble voice under the throne of the heavenly grace, saying, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults, Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord, and grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 34 begins on page 380. I will always give thanks unto the Lord. His praise shall ever be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. O praise the Lord with me, and let us magnify his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me. Yea, he delivered me out of all my fear. They had an eye unto him, and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. Lo, the poor crieth, and the Lord heareth him. Yea, and saveth him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord tarrieth round about them that fear him, and delivereth them. O taste and see how gracious the Lord is. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. O fear the Lord, ye that are his saints, 
for they that fear him lack nothing. The lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they who seek the Lord shall want no manner of thing that is good. Come, ye children, and hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is he that lusteth to live, and would fain see good days? Keep thy tongue from evil, and thy lips that they speak no guile. Eschew evil and do good. Seek peace and ensue it. The eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. The countenance of the Lord is against them that do evil, to root out the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth them, and delivereth them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a contrite heart, and will save such as be of an humble spirit. Great are the troubles of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of all. He keepeth all his bones, so that not one of them is broken. But misfortune shall slay the ungodly, and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. The Lord delivereth the souls of his servants, and all they that put their trust in him shall not be destitute. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twenty-sixth verse of the eighteenth chapter of the book of Ezekiel. When a righteous man turns away from his righteousness, commits iniquity, and dies in it, it is because of the iniquity which he has done that he dies. Again, when a wicked man turns away from the wickedness which he committed, and does what is lawful and right, he preserves himself alive. Because he considers, and turns away from all the transgressions which he committed, he shall surely live, he shall not die. Yet the house of Israel says, The way of the Lord is not fair. O house of Israel, is it not my ways which are fair, and your ways which are not fair? Therefore I will judge you, O house of Israel, every one according to his ways, says the Lord God. Repent, and turn from all your transgressions, so that iniquity will not be your ruin. Cast away from you all the transgressions which you have committed, and get yourselves a new heart and new spirit. For why should you die, O house of Israel? For I have no pleasure in the death of one who dies, says the Lord God. Therefore turn and live. Here endeth the first lesson. Together magnificat. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat. things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, 
world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 43rd verse of the fourth chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. Now after the two days he departed from there and went to Galilee. For Jesus himself testified that a prophet has no honor in his own country. So when he came to Galilee, the Galileans received him, having seen all the things he did in Jerusalem at a feast, for they also had gone to the feast. So Jesus came again to Cana of Galilee, where he had made the water wine. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus had come out of Judea into Galilee, he went to him and implored him to come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. Then Jesus said to him, Unless you people see signs and wonders, you will by no means believe. The nobleman said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, Go your way, your son lives. So the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him, and he went his way. And as he was now going down, his servants met him and told him, saying, Your son lives. Then he inquired of them the hour when he got better. And they said to him, Yesterday at the seventh hour the fever left him. So the father knew that it was at the same hour at which Jesus said to him, Your son lives. And he himself believed, and his whole household. This again is the second sign Jesus did when he had come out of Judea into Galilee. Here ended the second lesson. Together, Nuctimidus, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, as now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, who dost govern all things in heaven and earth, mercifully hear the supplications of thy people, and grant us thy peace all the days of our life, through Jesus Christ our Lord. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, 
Give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good Saturday evening to you. Well, I'm going to remind us as we came, usually on Saturday nights, it's a, to me, it's a good good time to like remember the colic that we've been praying. And, um, and in our colic, which I just went away from, we're, we're asking, um, we're asking God, he said, as he looked for the colic again, anyway, we're asking God to give us peace. And so we're looking not just for peace, but his peace. And so um, the the key to this is that we ask for peace, and then the key is that we, the, it's in through our Lord Jesus Christ, and that's that's how we find the peace. So in Epiphany, we learn who Jesus is, and, and we know that he's the Messiah of the Jews, and he's revealed to us as the Messiah of the world. So that includes us now, and that's, that's an important part of Epiphany, that Jesus has his ministry out in the world. And as he goes into Galilee, out of out of the Jerusalem area, he's, he's um, extending himself to the world. But also important is we learn our proper response to the love that God extends to us through his son, Jesus. So in our colic, like I mentioned, we prayed for peace and grant us thy peace all the days through Jesus Christ our Lord. This morning, um, one of the verses that um, Joel read was from Philippians or what, what he talked about, but for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. And this demonstrates part of our response, and St. Paul wrote that, and he and what he demonstrated was it's not my will, but thy will be done, and that's the kind of attitude that he had. Uh, you know, whether I'm here or whether I'm there, it's each, each is good, but it's better for me if I'm with Jesus. And this is the attitude of our adoption uh, that we should adopt in, in our lives, is that not my will, but thy will be done. So the psalm today teaches us, um, that uh, the onset of trouble must be matched by the onset of prayer. And the prayer of the righteous summons God uh, to of deliverance to our aid. And the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open to their cry from verse 15. So we will have afflictions. Um, in verse 19, we read, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord rescues them from all. And so just a reminder, as I thought of that, about, about the afflictions of the righteous, and I thought of Joseph doing 9 to, to 11 years in prison in Egypt for something he didn't do. Uh, Daniel being thrown to the lion's den. Daniel's friend being thrown in the fryer and his friends uh, being told that God couldn't help him. And they said, oh, our God is able, but whether he does or not, we're not bending our knee to you. Because they had a, an eternal view of it. And even this morning, especially Paul in prison and saying that, uh, you know, I, I don't think Paul wanted to be in prison, but what he found was that in prison that the gospel was spreading among the Romans. And uh, that was, that was uh, God working through God's way, not necessarily what Paul would have chosen for himself. We also see that when Paul uh, wrote and said, I'm, I want to come to you, but, but um, Satan hindered me at this time, or I couldn't come to you because this happened. But So he had, you could tell Paul had plans like you and I have. We have thoughts and goals and things we want to accomplish. But he always, uh, those were subservient to God's plans. And so... Um, 
So what we read here and then what we see in the psalm is that, that God is committed to righteousness, number one, and that's what he calls us to. It doesn't guarantee us a trouble-free life, um, but our closeness to the Lord delivers us, and he safeguards us, and he sides with us against our opponents, um, and he redeems us and offers himself as an as an available refuge to us. So in Ezekiel, as, as Robert just read, um, if if you believe in God, but you fall away, which a lot of these Israeli folks did. And remember, Bishop always tells us that um, these people were trying to worship God and worship the gods around them. And that was their big problem. And they said that, uh, and God said, if you fall away and, and you die, then, then you're in your sin. And if you repent, uh, then then you're in um, in his good grace at that point, if you're living righteously at the time. Uh, when your when your life ends, and they said that's not fair because God wasn't uh, totaling it right. But what He says in verse thirty of um, uh, excuse me, might have been twenty, and I typed it thirty uh, is to repent and turn from all your transgressions, get a new heart and a new spirit. So that's what we're we're going for is to get a new heart, a new spirit. And what I found, I think I've said it before, is we don't do that by following a list. We do that by surrendering ourselves to God and letting Him change us. And we see this in this man. He comes to Jesus, and he said, uh, "My son is is sick unto death." And uh, he and Jesus told him to go. But before he said go, the man said, "Come quickly! You know, my son's near death. You got to come. You got to come." Uh, but after hearing the words, "Go, your son will live," he believed. And so, what I pick up from that is experience. The presence of Jesus brings us to faith. So if we hear Jesus speak into our life then we'll have faith in what we do. If it's uh, something we come up with on our own, we won't have that kind of faith. And and we look for things to prove you know, what we want to have proved. But um, Jesus will will deal in our lives. He dwells within us. And um, so that brings us to faith as we change our hearts. So we experience him in our prayer. We experience him when, when we read his word. And in his presence through his spirit that indwells us. I, I think we've probably all had... Uh, times and could talk about times when we were praying and um, you know it's, it's even hard to explain sometimes but sometimes people have described it as I heard his voice other times they just feel his leading but that's because we come to him and spend time with him so and my conclusion to all this is that God will deliver his people but his people have to surrender their own will and they have to accept his love and his plan not our own so for St. Paul, deliverance could be on earth, but Paul's letter revealed his understanding that death was also deliverance that would bring him into a nearer presence of God and, and the fulfillment of the kingdom for him. So there's nothing in our lives hidden or reveals that falls outside the great mercy of our King Jesus. So let us be a people of confession and repentance, practicing the surrender of love that leads to thy peace all the days of our life. That, that would be our goal. So there's nothing we can do that God would not forgive. Nothing can separate us from his love. And we humble our hearts before him today, and we look to him for all that we cannot get for ourselves and, and know that he will strengthen and restore us in his compassion, and he will not turn us away. Let's continue with the um, intercession on page 590. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, 
and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we pray at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. O God of peace, who has taught us that in returning and rest we shall be saved, and quietness and confidence shall be our strength, by the might of thy Spirit lift us, we pray thee, to thy presence, where we may be still and know that thou art God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, Robert. God bless all of you this evening, and uh, look forward to seeing you on the third Sunday in Epiphany tomorrow. Thanks, Deacon Bob. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for the shout out.